morning, truckers, and welcome to Hutton Orbital Radio News. I'm Dick Chafing, and... I'm Mike Oxlong. In tonight's news... Dr. Arconin's new residence is granted planning permission. The Hutton Cup first testing announced. Commander Matt Cornish gets mugged. Repair efforts for Erevate begin with a truce. First tonight, after a grueling week of smashing rocks, the Hutton Orbital truckers have helped Cannon Interstellar secure enough raw materials for Dr. Arconin's insecure base of operations. Seen as vital to everyone's sanity, as well as the ongoing research into unknown artifacts and the barnacles, well, as well as a handy place to store the tinfoil hats and biscuits, the new facility will house the latest in research equipment. Designed as a safe stronghold to keep the good doctor and his assistant, Miss Featherstone, and their support team safe, it has machines that go bing, crazy waveforms on tiny screens, and even a working coffee machine. Lord Zoltan has acclaimed one particular contributor, Commander Michelle, as an absolute nutter. For her personal contribution to the cause... Despite losing a cutter load to mysterious forces, she still brought thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of tons of materials to the effort. We salute you. In an exciting acceleration of progress on the Hutton Cup endurance race, contracts were finally signed for the race, and teams are signing up ready for this first testing weekend. The endurance race is over a 596-kilometre course, as the Viper flies, at Cardinal in the Apositus system. Starting at Reddy's Progress, competitors will be racing to Gooch's Progress along a range of challenging surfaces. The course starts on the flat, circumventing craters, moves on to a rolling hills, and then finally at 370 kilometres into a dangerous mountain range and treacherous terrain. Teams are encouraged to spend the next few weeks plotting waypoints, mountain assaults and routes that avoid the most dangerous of these obstacles, in the hopes of being the first group to raise the trophy engraved with their name and take away medals. The medals are being designed by the mysterious artist Muggsy, responsible for the original Hutton Mug design, now so popular throughout known space. Even the dastardly Don Antonacci will be fielding his own team in an attempt to steal the title. Another commander has fallen foul of the dreaded, not paying attention whilst exploring. And we are sad to report that another load of Hutton mugs has been lost to the void. In what's often now being referred to as doing a Commander Flossy, Commander Mart Cornish has broadcast a distress call asking for any commanders near Sagittarius A to rendezvous with him carrying replacement mugs for an ambassadorial mission. Fazarina Vancaster, this means you. And finally, reports are reaching us of a monumental di diplomatic effort to call a truce at the Erevate system. 
in an effort to repair the damage from the unknown artifacts and the technology plague at the stations there, an uneasy truce has broken out between Adele's Armada and the Diamond Frogs and other groups operating in the system. Our ambassador has reached out to Commander A. Honcho, the notorious pirate, to ask whether he is similarly putting aside old feuds to help repair the system. But, as of yet, all we have heard is the word, YAR! Interpreters are analysing his response carefully. That was the news. That was Mike Hoxlong. And this is Chafing. Stay tuned for updates on our ongoing lockdown and the mission to take over George's pants. The sneaky way. And welcome back. We are here at Hutton Orbital Radio. I'm your host, Psycho Cow, Grant Wilcott, and I am joined in the wonderful broadcast room here at Hutton Orbital by the amazing members of our hot... Oh, no, I was almost going to say hot tits, but that's not what I meant. That's close enough. Uh, that sounds uh, like a team I want to be part of. <laughs> I think our qualifications <laughs> might be running a little below. We have Andrew and Russell from our wonderful... Uh, what, what would you describe yourself? Would you be our spy leaders? Because you could coordinate with those wonderful spy team, don't you? I'm just the glory takers, I think. Really? Well, yes. They do all the work and, then, and, and we get all the credit. Yeah, Absolutely. The hot, the hot pit team. So... We have had uh, a difficult couple of weeks, and again, as it seems to be, I can remember not that long ago when people were complaining about Elite Dangerous being quite empty and there's not much to do, and frankly, since they started the Hutton Community Goal, it's been blooming difficult to find a week where you can stop doing Community Goals long enough to hold your breath and think of what else you fancy having a go at. It's It's been endless, and then of course you get Live Radio and then straight into Dr. Arconans, and then this week's a little bit quieter I think we've got um, there's not much coming up that I'm aware of but again you know it's just another group's massive community goal drops so we're going to take a chance we're going to have I mean I know the Dr. Arcona ones are, I think it's still ongoing I'm not sure where they are in game um, if we can get someone someone out there who's on the Facebooks on the, or the things you want to send us a wee update on how that one's going if it's nearing completion what you need that would be awesome And what the we two can- cannon ones they are complete they are complete. They succeeded. Yeah. Yeah, so the um, the Protect the Palladium Miners one got to tier 5 out of 6, and um, and the Mining one got to just short of tier 4 out of 6. But there was uh, global progress from the Mining one. There were 358,744 tonnes of Palladium were mined, which was fantastic considering how long it takes to actually mine Palladium. I've not done, I mean, I really haven't done any mining, and it's been a bit of a, a sick house uh, in the old Psycho Cow house this week, so, uh, and last week, so I've not been really able to get stuck into Elite like normal. I have taken the yacht out for a little spin, and that was quite interesting, if anyone's had that, uh, the, um... The belly button, the belly button porn game that's known as naval action. <laughs> <laughs> It's not got any porn in it at all. No, it's it's quite an interesting wee game, but uh, as I say, um, it's been but fun, and I've been out of the Elite Universe for about a week and a bit now, so I'm just trying to get back in. I was in there today and uh, enjoying the Oculus Rift again, which is great. So, 
what are we up to, Hutton Truckers? What is we are trying to achieve? Are we still attempting to get that massive port, that landing pad that evades us currently in George's pants? So we've, because we've struggled over a number of weeks, and we think what it is. So we've had ports coming in from various commanders that, because it's on the rare run, that's not going to help us try and take over the station. But also, a couple of commanders doing the Robigo. Um, smuggling runs noticed that that was a destination system for one of the deliveries which is then going to make it harder as well because that's that's where all the crime and stuff is coming from in in George's pants so what we've decided to try and do is rather than going after the Crimson Bridge which are the main faction there is another faction that's got control of one outpost in space and then a planet side station with large large landing pads that's the George's Pantasis Democrats so what we're currently doing is supporting both the Hutton Truckers and the Democrats to get our influences together and close and hopefully start a war. So as of this evening, we were 1.6% away from each other, which we're hoping should be enough to start a war with them maybe at the next tick, which probably around about 11 o'clock-ish, give or take a few hours tomorrow morning. Excellent. And that should allow us to break our lockdown. We're not sure, but... It's meant to be with if you were in the times we've had a war start before, it's because we've been within the sort of the the five percent ish mark. So we're there or thereabouts that hopefully we should be able to start a war with them and then have some pew pew action and go on a suicide killing sprees. Yes, so people ready, ready your weapons and get ready for some very, very uh, intensive player versus. NPC action in the George's <laughs> Pants system, and I think, are we still trying to undermine that main faction by killing authority vehicles and, and we, we can do it. If, if people want to, the, the only risk with doing that at the moment is you will then be want, obviously wanted in the system and you might find it a bit harder to participate in some of the other actions when we start doing the war, because you'll have a bounty on your head so it'll be harder to join in. So, if people want to, they're more than happy to go and kill, kill the crim- um, ships of the Crimson Bridge and then that will lower their influence, and, and those points will, should get spread across every, sort of all the other factions. So while we're close to the others, it, it, it should help us all. Yeah, it was what we want to try and do, because obviously if it is on the rares run, then it's going to be a stronghold of a system if we can take it, because we'll yeah. then benefit from that uh, extra <laughs> revenue and such, which is great. I mean, it's quite, I don't know. I don't know, guys. We, we need to, at some point, start turning our eyes towards what being a power is going to be like but I if I, I would be addicted to power play if it was like this I would be absolutely and, and maybe you know it's being unfair because it's one of these things I can't really comment on mining I've never tried it it just doesn't tick my boxes and I think if I tried power play now it may well be a different feeling beast to how it was but I just don't like the automatic you've got an excuse to take me out of the game when I'm just minding my own business and I find that bit more of a off put than I, I was exactly the same so I did power play for sort of three or four weeks not long after it first came out and it did seem to eat up too much of your time and then when you wanted to go and do I went, when I wanted to go and do some trading because you were lined to a power, you just got a big target pointed on your back. So you try and trade in another, another power's part of space, and you just get attacked. So I, I left power play because it, it, it was a, it felt to me like an all or nothing, and you couldn't go and just play the game how you wanted to play. You had to do power play stuff. Yeah, Whereas- that's much, that's much the same thing with me is if you weren't doing it, you lost your influence so quickly as well. So the, you know, you lost the reward status very quickly. So you kind of had to keep it up, and it, it was just relentless. Now, 
just thinking outside the box a little bit, the the power play mechanic itself is quite engaging. It's quite interesting to have undermining uh, operations and stuff. What if it wasn't? I mean, because obviously the the problem with the game and having a power stamped on your flag stamped on the side of your ship is then you are then a target for other powers. So if it was less small, for example, if it was imperial and Federation. I know it kind of is, but it's not because it's factions within. But if it was, would you not think that power play would be an awesome mechanic to use for the actual naval concepts of the different factions, the main factions? Yes. So uh, absolutely, yeah. You, you should. It, there's. It, you shouldn't. We, I, I personally don't think you should be able to be high rank in both the Federation and the Empire at the same time, because one of them should turn around to you and go, hold on, you're really popular with them, we're not having you, <laughs> you come and be friendly with us, and you should have to almost pick and, and, and suit your play that way. There has been chat of that, I gather mm-hmm. that that's something that's on the way, um, so there are going to be changes in, in the... Uh up from what I gather, um, which are going to be along those lines, because it, it does make sense that you, you know, you're going to struggle to to be high ranked in both. Absolutely. I mean, it's, it's, it just it just strikes me that um, power play is this wonderful way of colouring a map and stuff, but it doesn't sit right with the sub game system flipping because. It kind of doesn't make sense that you can have an independent system controlled by and exploited by a, an overriding federal system. That doesn't make sense. And it's somewhere where you could actually make these game mechanics clash is if by undermining and flipping a system, you remove it from that power because you've taken yeah. it to a non-compatible uh, faction so that the minor game meets the bigger game. But I still think that the bigger game should be more... It should be more widely federation. So there's your federation, and there's all the federation territories in their gigantic space jelly. And you can expand by flipping systems to federal factions, and then you can start using the propaganda to exploit that and bring it into the jelly, and so on and so forth. So you've got all these cogs going and affecting each other, whereas at the moment, power play just feels like this cloud thing going on above us that has no bearing on our existence, and... It's only restricting the people that are engaging in it, which is a shame. But I think, you know, I think it's potential for it to be awesome. If we could fight wars like Power Play, and you could could see that war front of jelly moving closer and closer to the systems that you care about, and it's kind of like that big metagame, and of course people that are involved in it are pushing their naval rank through the roof because they're critical to that, and and they've been fighting and doing all the things they need. I think it'd just be epic. Epic. Absolutely. The, 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 the big issue that I have with it in its current, and it might have, I don't think it's changed since I did it, was it, it was the time commitment. I don't get a lot of in-game time each week. So, it, But to maintain that rank that you had, you had to... Get, so basically I was giving up all of my game time just doing the power play. And it's like, well, I want to do other stuff. But then if you want to maintain your rank... You, you, so and it just, for the, for, the, for the more casual gamer from time-wise, I don't think it actually works in its current model. Okay. Yeah, I, I think the the actions that you have to do, um, are, dare I say, a, a little bit simplistic. Um, it, it's they're sort of very broad strokes, um, and it, it might be better if you could 
if you could do some things which you know some things might might take an awful lot of time and effort to put in um so those that, that want to for want of a better word grind um can can hammer away with that um but there should be i think some other actions that we can do you know sort of sort of thing that we're doing to massage the background sim you know that could get sort of mashed in a bit more yeah, the background sim just seems to be ultimately more engaging for me, yeah. and and I think yeah. also with power play because I know that um, I used to call it Postman Pat Simulator because it just seemed to be that <laughs> you're always driving and carrying little letters and propaganda, delivering it to a system, and then you know going back and getting more and kind of carrying on that loop. And I I would like to see, and again, this is completely and utterly got nothing to do with Frontier. They never listen to, you know, they don't have to listen to a thing I say. But wouldn't it be nice if within that power play structure, your grunts, your low ranks had that kind of mundane tasks to do, and then as you go up in the ranks, you started to get slightly different missions, like maybe taking out particular people in assassination missions that are specifically for your level until you reach the top levels where they really do expect an awful lot of you and it's a lot harder. And, you know, you're Absolutely. you're sent out to policing areas. I still, I mean, and it is, it's completely, one of the things I love about games is the mundane, that really dull, um, sitting in a queue outside a station waiting for your docking slot to come up, you know, that <laughs> I like the idea of I like the idea of it being this universe that you've got to fit into it. So you're sitting for twenty minutes at a busy spaceport, going, "Oh, for God's sakes, hurry up! Come on, <laughs> position twelve in the queue." I wish <sighs> I had the time for that sort of thing. <laughs> and with power play, I think you know it, it could have similar things where you've got that kind of low level grind, and then they could. Uh, the one thing that I really want to see is, uh, and I think you know we should see in for the likes of background sim two is, I should be able to take on a mission, especially as new players or as a, you know experienced players to patrol nav points I think you're given a task to go there with your kill warrant scanner and to sit there and take out pirates and protect the trade route as a job and the more target pirates you pick up the more pay you get and the reward and that should be a naval ranking mission I think that's a good idea. I like that. Yeah. Well, I know there's a lot of changes to the missions coming on in 2.1, so the, apparently the sort of the link missions are going to get better, and you've got the engineers, so there's going to be more interaction. So hopefully there's going to be more depth in, in that kind of mission structure. Uh, and I think rather than just you know doing the, the combat bonds or the, taking your the mission reports for the power play, perhaps they could have a mission structure, and you know, they could, it could be based something along the lines of what you were saying, where you, you have a, a growing set of missions that don't necessarily just last a couple of hours here or a couple of hours there they could be more like you know more long-term missions so that those yeah well we lost you there for a second there russell we'll, we'll, you can back in when you're back oh sorry about that leaning on the mute button <laughs> um yeah so i'm hoping the um increased sort of mission complexity is going to kind of play into that um so that um, you can have missions that, that maybe last more than a few hours or even a day or so that, that maybe last a few weeks and, um, and build up over a period of time uh, so that maybe you don't yeah absolutely so that you don't have to concentrate solely on this particular mission until it's done but you can weave it into your larger story as you say like a, a job or a short term contract yeah, I mean, I think even in the in the sort of background sim with these small factions, if they gave you a, a mission that was basically to patrol that system or to patrol a number of systems and you had a quota of a number of ships to kill in a week or something or you lose that and, and to be put on a sort of on a wage even from that station. But the fact that then what would happen is your ship would appear as a system authority vessel. 
So you would then be policing it. You'd have to do cargo scans. And I like the idea of that too being a job. You know, you could be customs for a system. So then you sit with your cargo scanner looking for people who are carrying illegal cargo and scanning them. And then, of course, they get issued with an automatic fine and then, that, you know, and uh, your performance-related pay. See what I mean by about, I love the boring side of things? But I just... <laughs> you should try mining. <laughs> Do you think I like it? <laughs> it's it, it, Mining is actually quite good. I like it when... I've got slightly distracted gameplay because it's just quite, it is quite relaxing. You just sit there and you fire off your collectors and sit, sit and relax and do other stuff. I have to agree on that. I, it's one of the things that I've kind of avoided, mining and exploring, because I just thought they're going to be tedious. And I'm, I've been exploring now for about four weeks, and I'm enjoying it. Um, I tried mining a few few weeks ago, and I did that for, um, I don't know, about eight or nine hours on and off over a period of a week, and actually i really quite enjoyed it uh, once you get the hang of it read the guides there's some fantastic guides out there um and it's it, quite pleasant to sit there and just you know plod away <laughs> exploration is something i was kind of keeping away from but to be honest i mean originally when the alpha and everything was there when i first took up my ship and took to the skies it was all about the pew pew and the shiny shinies and taking out enemies and pirating and all this kind of stuff that's all i was really really enjoying and i then realized that you make sod all cash that way so you're never <laughs> going to get into your big ship because every penny you make is spent on fixing the damage that you've taken and now i then turn to trading and i thoroughly enjoyed the trading however do you know what was missing it didn't have the the the, the samaritan missions are just a case of donate and go and buy stuff and bring it back but you don't feel you don't see uh, an impact on the game to make it feel like your missions are actually saving lives. So when you go into a station and they're in food crisis, you should see, you know, pads. You know, maybe maybe this like a, a large Coriolis becomes more of a an outpost, not physically, but because half of the pads aren't running because they're learning low in staff because of starvation. <laughs> you know, the sick days are full. <laughs> and when you're arriving there, you might have to wait in an even longer queue to get into that station to be able to deploy that that many stuff. And I think that kind of where you can see the reaction, and I think possibly what we'll get when the faces come in for our contacts in the system is we're going to get that kind of feeling of, oh, the contacts looking better, we must have cured that disease, and, and so on, and so forth. I mean, can you imagine that? You've got a community goal to cure a disease in a station, and when you go in there and talk to your contacts, they're all you know like uh, hooked up to IVs and, <laughs> and slightly dropping off. <laughs> I think you're probably going to enjoy Planet Coaster when it comes out. There, there's got to be scope there for for building some coasters with some really long queues. There, I, I think that's going to be your thing. Yeah, well, yes, that's it. Yeah, okay. You can wait for it. No, you can bloody wait for it. In fact, my entire theme park is going to be one massive queue for the one ride. Psycho cows queuing simulator. So I do think the um the this we're adding in the the character creator and updating the missions to do that. I think that will make a big difference to what you were saying around the sort of the the personality seems to be missing on the missions because because it's just a wall of text. It's okay, I'm doing that because it's helping my influence or I'm doing that because it, c- it gives me good reward. You, you haven't got that personal attachment of seeing the same person offer you the missions again and again. And you're like, oh, it's him again. Oh, and you start to get attached to the NPCs in the game that way. 
Yeah, you don't feel... I mean, OK, the one benefit we've got is... and This is a big shout-out to all of you crazy hunting truckers out there, is we appreciate every single mission that you take on purely because you associate yourselves with the hunting truckers, and that is awesome. It really is. And if we put out a little call for something, there's always people to pick up that call and answer it and to take up to we've got some you know some stellar amazing commanders out there we have the wonderful although i've not actually seen uh Telja for a while but we've got all these commanders that are willing to pick up the pvp skip rat we've got uh, hober who runs you know some of the missions that we've had we've obviously got dave Avanta on and mike snozzle in the back office who try and keep things going and keep us and we've got you two that keep us in touch with the, that wonderful um, amazing sort of background sim and keeping us going and giving us ideas of what to do so that when we log in in an evening when we jump into Elite we can check up on the Facebook page have a quick look and go right, oh, I quite fancy doing some trading where should I be doing it? right, if I do smuggling there then that works and so on and so forth and it gives you the ability to feel attached to the game in a small, minute kind of way and one thing, like when you do the Rubigo run I'm wondering how many commanders would feel quite as happy to to take that huge payout for delivering slaves if the game showed the results of their (laughs) trading, you know? If you suddenly got a Galnet story about a system swamped in slaves and the fact that they are disposable, uh, you know? 5,000 slaves were killed today, but it's fine because Commander um, Evenstar delivered 6,000 this week, so we're fine! Hooray! We can just keep churning them through our machine and just see how long before you start thinking, I'm not going to take slaves to that system anymore. They can just burn out and leave them. No way, they're evil. I, th- I, I think that would make a difference. I, I, I think, yeah, I, I, I think there's a lot of scope for that book. But- Putting more personality into the game, just, just and just from the simple thing of showing pictures, and I like that idea of you saying if if a system's in famine or war, I, I would like to think that they show, and they they have shown that level of attention to detail on loads of things that they might adjust the character portraits to make them look if they're like more haggard if they're in war or thinner if they're in famine and think or if they or slightly. Sort of pallid if it, if, it, if it if if there's an outbreak happening, I'd, I'd like to think they will do that level of detail. And it is, it's going to be spectacular. There's so much scope for amazing things to come through the game. And, that, you know, we can look forward to it, seeing that uh, when, when it comes, we've been there from the start and seen how this game has progressed. And, you know, I think we should have stations that are closed because of reasons X, Y, and Z. We should be seeing maybe more graphics in Galnet news. That would really liven that up a little bit. And maybe the odd video and stuff like that would, you know, would, would make it ideal and make it actually worth logging into. I mean... It's proving itself to be a very valuable tool, certainly when we identify the huge increase in crime, and we yep. can can see that the you know how we are coping with that and how we're keeping those margins relatively close. So, from our gaming point of view, it's really interesting. But from a logging in, do I go straight to Galnet? Do I chuff? Do, do I? I can't actually remember the last time I looked at Galnet, other than to look at the crime reports and stuff. No, it's not something that really interests me. I I have sort of times where I go in there and try and sort of take an interest, take a look and see what I can get out of the game from it, but uh, I I don't feel it relates too much. You know, I don't seem to get enough from it to make it worthwhile going in there. 
it's just it's just one of those yeah things that we we just want to feel if you are a hunting trucker out there and you feel that kind of association with us and it gives you that um buzz to get involved and then of course you can always fly off and do your own thing and we've got commanders doing ridiculous explorations and uh, I've got a wee message here from Nico Wears who's got commanders that will fly across the galaxy with tea yeah they are <laughs> absolutely not and this is, this is the key point isn't it you guys will do that just because of a little bit of a little bit a minimal amount of an excuse and a reason to do that and because we have this absolutely. wonderful station where we're able to give you that little bit of recognition and thank you it creates that spark of being involved and and you know without you guys we'd just be three idiots sitting in team speak talking to no one indeed yes <laughs> but we have we have got a number uh, of shout outs uh, this week haven't we we have indeed yes um do you want to read them off, or shall I do the honours? You go for it, go on. Go on. Well, we got shout-outs for, for Commander Michelle. These are from Vantayan, generally, but from and the hunting team. And so we got a uh, shout-out for Michelle, who's done absolutely sterling work for us, um, as ever. Michelle's uh, fantastic, uh, worked very hard. Um, we've got Andreas, uh, Miss Featherstone, of course, the lovely Miss Featherstone, um, and Don Antonacci for finally bringing the team together. Uh, we've got a shout-out for Matt Cornish. Um, don't forget, if you're in the area of Sajay and you've got some mugs, do give him a shout and uh, try and team up with him. Um, just on that note, I am on my way to Sajay, and I do have mugs, so if he can wait a, a week or so, I'll be there. Um, a shout-out for Rami for his 65,000 light-year trip to LNR to make sure that Commander LNR has tea ready for his uh, Voyager run that starts, I believe, on the 24th, so that's about this time next week. Um, and then a, c- a couple from Michelle herself. So we've got a shout-out to Commander Jessica Stark, who is a non-trucker and who helped out Michelle with the community goal, did a lot of prospecting, limpet and fuel deliveries, and uh, kind of kept her from going a little bit mad. And another one from... Michelle to Texas Stew, who was apparently a beast. He did 12,000 odd tons of palladium and a load of bounty hunting as well, so very well done then, Texas Stew. Thank you very much. And of course, we can't possibly forget the fantastic spy team. They do amazing work in the background. You never really hear from them except through um, Commander Spike, who tends to take all the glory, but yeah, he is a manager, so that's his, his special skill. You can't but, really um, name them, it puts their lives at risk. In the background, trying to get the information, poking the background sim to see what it does. Um, and I'd like to add a shout out there for. Um, for Commander Snoswell, who uh, does a lot of work on our website, and if you want to see s- some of the results of the Spy Team's efforts, just take a look on the bottom of any of our pages, and you'll see some, some nice pretty little icons which give our current status in our systems, uh, Alpha Centauri and Wise 08550714, plus where we currently are in George's pants. And so if you want to know what's going on, as how Cal was saying, take a look at the Facebook page, but also take a look at the bottom of the uh, Hunt Orbital site because there's just a little little helper there just to see how we're getting on, so you've got a, a little flavour of what we're doing. Yes, it is. It's fantastic. Hey, Spike, you got anything you want to add? Have we lost Cal? 
No, it's no. All gone very quiet. <laughs> we, we've lost Gary. Oh, no, sorry. Oh, I was, I was talking. I was talking away. Everyone, everyone in the station could hear me, but for whatever reason, uh, that we'll call it. We'll call it a uh, kitten technical fault. Because <laughs> 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 the kitten, co- kitten coffee too much. Kitten coffee. Oh God, the wee swines. The, but they're I mean, as cute as they are. They are beautiful, but they are a pain in the backside when you're trying to do something. So, I was saying, Spike, do you have anything you wanted to add to the, the shout outs? Anyone you yeah, want wait, to? Just, just, just get, actually calling out the names of the spy team. Just just because, as I say, they don't usually get the recognition that, that, that they thoroughly okay. deserve that I normally take all the credit. Should you well, name well, them? I will use alternative names rather than their real names. So I will, I will give their... It, although, although, actually, mo- most of them now have actually got to the point of actually all... I think all of them now have got two commanders, so they can do additional stuff on, on, a, on, a, on a secondary account to, to avoid getting caught doing dodgy things. So there's there's this Commander Rascon, Rupini, Dead Meat GF, Fruity, and Alijax, and hopefully I haven't missed one out there. Uh, no, I haven't. I think I'm good. I've got them all. Yes, I good. hope. That's good. So we're always name dropping. Michelle says Michelle. Well, you know what? If you weren't so blooming amazing and helpful, then. That's that's the point, you know. Sorry, we we do shout out those people that we do, and you know what else? If and this is this is an important fact because every single person that takes on a Hutton Orbital Truckers mission, every single one of you that takes a part in our community, go whether you're on Xbox, whether you're on the. It's the Mac version still going. I don't want to shout it out. If it's not, yeah, no, no, it's, it's just it's just not on planets. Yeah, they're just non planets yet at the moment. Soon. Just have a weird word with Apple, you know? Soon. Um, so, if you, whatever version you're playing, whatever your main concept of your character is, if you're doing missions for Hutton Orbital, we're happy to give you a shout-out. All you've got to do is share with us what you're up to. We've obviously we've got patches for rewards for the exploration data. We've got stickers. We've got mugs. We've got other things. Coasters. Other yeah, coasters. We've got other things coming as well, and we've. Oh, we. I think every week, at least once or twice, we have a little chat with each other. And we end up going through a conversation of, should we just you know create a wee zazzle shop and, and let people buy? It? No, 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 no. Because our concept has always been you have to earn it, and you know what? We stick to our guns, and every time one of us strays slightly from that thinking, we're reminded why we do it. Is because it's far more amazing to receive a mug because you've earned it. It means so much more to you than if you picked it up for 20 quid from a shop. Yeah, absolutely. Or 50 quid. Well, especially when someone offers us less money than it actually costs to post them. (laughs) 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 Yeah, postage is a thing. And, of course, if you want to help with the prize fund, we do, um, I think it's fair to say, that you know, this this is one of these things where we created our little donation page on the huttonorbital.com website for all those people that kept getting in touch and wanting to sort of help us out with the prize fund. Um, It's something that we all do ourselves, and we all tend to chuck money into this pot to keep it nice and affluent so that when we do have ideas for something special uh, if you've not seen some of the glassware projects that have been there and they're stunning um, and made in house as well by our very own trucker not two inches away from us in the cockpit at the moment (laughs) (laughs) and uh, you need to do do a video actually of you making one that'd be really spectacular can't can't give away the secrets though you know, uh, yeah, the material I have to, to scrape off Trap 3 to make that work. I'm not sure people <laughs> want them after that. There's a lot <laughs> not, of masking, taking and, no. <laughs> and dunking. <Yeah>. Rubber gloves <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> I'm putting my drink down. 
but yeah, to second you, I, I would like to a uh, little anonymous shout out to all those truckers that have donated. We've had quite a few that have, have thrown a, a few a few coins our way, and um, some have thrown quite a bit of folding stuff as well. So thank you very much. It all goes into the pot to produce some lovely prizes that we can hand out to you and make you go squee. Yeah, and we've got some. We've got that big, 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 massive, massive endurance race, and I'm still kind of trying to work out how best we can keep the station going live for the entire event using obviously every member we've got available to us if you're interested if you're used to um, doing some kind of broadcasting over the interwebs then please do get in touch and we'll try and see whether or not we can do it there's always the backup we can always use twitch you know and and create a twitch channel that we can all hook on to for the various relevance to keep it going over that 14 hour trek which I think would be spectacular just that central place where everyone can go to to see what's going on, who's going on and and hear the latest and greatest from commentating I would you know stand up and volunteer that I would do the full 14 hours but I would probably do two and a half and then you'd hear for the rest of the entire 14 hours but but, but cow it's radio we can't hear the listeners that's that's true. <laughs> <laughs> so it could be quite. And I, I think we'd, I'd love to do something like that. And, and again, I think we leave radio. We did a, a chat on Tuesday about the fact: is it responsible to encourage people to do these kind of mammoth through the night kind of events? And and you know, it's, it's, it's a fair question. How many twenty-four hour stream charities events can there be before? somebody decides to do a 48-hour one to make it different, and then the next thing we know, we've got some poor sod staying up for a whole week, and then jumps in the car on the following day and and crashes and kills himself. Are we being responsible? And of course the answer to that is, uh uh-huh, how many of us are six years old? None. So therefore, no one's encouraging or making you do anything you don't want to. So as long as you are common sense and make sure, as I'm certain, that Mr. James Vigor, that Selizen, that Mad Dog, that Kate Click, that uh, Ed Lewis have all done is they make sure that they have good recovery days where they're not having to operate heavy machinery directly after a 24-hour stream. So, and I, Yep. And absolutely, don't forget that, um, you know, at least our one, certainly, we're, we're looking for a team effort as well. If you want to do it yourself and you want to do your, your 12, 14, 16-hour run, then, then go for it if you think you can do it. But, you know, ideally, get yourself a team, get a load of people together and, and make it a relay race. So, you know, you can do a couple of hours here or a couple of hours there um, and pass the baton and, um, you know, see the family. So, you know, <laughs> get involved in any way you want. You know, if it's only a couple of hours, get together with a few people. If you want to do the whole thing, then, then knock yourself out. Absolutely. It's one of these things that it's, 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 there's always got to be a degree of common sense about it. And um, it, it's just, you know... It, <sighs> These things are epic, and they're wonderful to see people pushing the boundaries for something, for charities especially, because it is always wonderful to see charities raised awareness and communities coming together. I mean, the people in the the Elite Dangerous community are probably some of the the nicest and most generous people you'll ever meet. And if you come along to Elite Meet on the 2nd of April in Glasgow, you're going to meet a lot of us, we're going to have a good chat, we're going to have a good giggle together, we'll spend some time having a laugh and you'll get to sort of meet it and it just cements your feeling of being attached to this game and it being more than just a game. It is just a game but it's more than just a game because we all 
meet people through it and it's friendships that you know wouldn't normally happen because you're living in a different world but <laughs> as you say you know I live in Scotland you guys live in England you know when would we ever have met it would just never have happened and then suddenly you, get, you know five or six of us get together and you create something like Hutton Orbital Truckers and then you know you get more and more and then more small teams growing within it and they're running their own stuff and I like the idea that with you've got few rats who are just you know a wonderful group of players and there's nothing stopping truckers being a fuel rat and a trucker and changing as they want but it wouldn't wouldn't it be awesome if fuel rats had that wonderful reputation for getting fuel to people who need it how about if truckers could have that wonderful reputation for getting stuff to where it needs to be taken you know we've got <laughs> a community goal we need truckers to come and help us get this goal going that's what I'd like to see and we do do that to a big degree because we are non uh, we don't tend to engage in wars with other player groups at all it's one of our big no-nos we don't want to get involved in those because Drama is not a trucker's, no. No, we like Yorkies and Iron Brew. That's it. Well, I'm not sure about the Iron Brew, but we'll stick to, I'll <laughs> stick to the to beer the if you don't mind, but I'll, <laughs> well, yeah. I'll go along with the Yorkie. <laughs> I'm not Scottish enough yet. You'll have to convert me in elite, mate. Well, you see, the thing is, now that we really are mixing with them, the budget announcements today, we've got a bit of politics here, but the budget announcements here, Iron Brew's going to be far more expensive. Uh, and that's very anti-Scottish. And we've got it on tap up here. How the hell are we going to afford these? We don't get water, we get iron brew. Right, we're going to jump to a, a quick advert, but you know, just after describing truckers as people that help get things done, uh, here's an appropriate song. So we'll be back after this short break. He's giving you the blue. You want to graduate, but not his best. Here's what you got to do, sweetie. Pick up the phone. I'm always home. Call me anytime. Just ring 
done dirt cheap. Dirty deeds and they're done dirt cheap. Cement cheap, rat poison, hand tape. Done dirt cheap. Necktie, contract, high boat. Done dirt cheap. Wow. Wow. I, I, I've not heard the end of that song before. Um, <laughs> uh, well, yeah, yeah, sorry for that, people. Um, that was that was a pleasant surprise. <laughs> it wasn't me. I, I think everyone in Teen Speak can, yeah, can contest that. It was definitely not me. That was definitely the song. That definitely was Honest Gov. <laughs> right, so we're in the last part of the show tonight. It was a wee short one tonight. There's not much going on uh, this week uh, for, for us because we've been involved in the organisation and the other community goals. So, of course, we have this massive, massive event. And if you are a member of the Rahutton Orbital Radio's Facebook page, you will see that we've filled up the events. I'm not sure if we've taken the time to put them on the HuttonOrbital.com page under events there, because we can put some up there. Nope, we've just got Elite Meat showing on that one just now, so we're trying to, to get to a system where we're able to populate... Excuse me for a second. That one would have been me, but you're not going to get to hear it. <laughs> Couldn't queue up the echo in time. <laughs> Yeah, that's it. If you've got to do it, you've got to do it properly. So uh, we're trying to get events on the Hutton Orbital page as well for those of the, who don't use the Facebook, <laughs> you know, for those who are Facebookless. Uh, we'll try and get them up there as well. But the key thing about this awesome and epic thing is we've got the big push in George's Pants, which is on Saturday from 2 o'clock. We've got the Hutton Cup Endurance Racing First Test. So we've not got a first, we haven't got a date for the actual Hutton Cup, but we're going to give it a wee trial run on Sunday at 8pm. So, if you are interested, that is of course GMT, if you are interested, there is information available. The current situation is, the system is the Apark, Apartias system. Um, I can't say it either. Apartias. Apartias. Apartheid. It's a straight, unless he's spelt it wrong, and then he's written underneath it Cardinal. Is that a planet? Is it? Um, I don't know. That would be the, the station, I believe. Cardinal is the station. Excellent. So, um, and it's then heading from there to Gucci's Progress. <laughs> from Ready Progress to Gucci's Progress, and it's 596 kilometres. So, you know, by all means, make sure if you're planning on taking part in this, you might want to test whether or not you should have a good collection of materials in order to repair and refuel your SRV if you're going alone. And if you're going in a team, it's a good opportunity to have a wee practice at where good points are. I've seen one of the mountain ranges involved, and... It looks like great fun, actually. This this really, really, really looks good. <laughs> I think it looks uh, scary. <laughs> it looks like something that is ultimate. I mean, it's not particularly, not particularly um, truckers. Uh, you got something to want to say to that, Russ? No, it, it's you know, join in. But oh, that mountain range looks terrifying. Um, having climbed up something loosely similar when my daughter sort of chucked me down a, a ravine, um, it's tough to do. It can be done. You can go up some amazing slopes, but boy, do you need some practice. 
it, it just looks like something that will be spectacular fun uh, if we can get the teams in. Now, I mean, I've not really had an opportunity to twist some arms at Lave Radio so that we're represented in this race as well. And uh, given the, the situation that I have at home, it's not something that's ideal for me to take part in as a contestant I would love to have a shot at it, I really would or do my little section but unfortunately time is one of those things that I just have difficulty having that undisturbed time that's what your situation is and that's what you just got to put up with and you know I get an awful lot of play done around these interruptions but you know they're essential and having a race like that to pull over for 25 minutes halfway through the race would not make me popular with the rest of my team (laughs) (laughs) Fun. Yeah, hold on. Yeah, we got lots to do. <laughs> for a week. We got, you know lots what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> we got lots to do on Sunday, so there's lots of testing going on on Sunday. So, just to clarify, uh, I've got my head straight with a little help from Van. Um, so, it's the Parsiter system. Cardinal is the planet that we're looking at, um, and then the stations are Ready Progress and then Gucci's Progress. So, the Parsiter system, Cardinal, planet, um, and then we'll take it from the stations there. But on Sunday, we've got lots of testing. There's lots of things we want to get tested. We want to test the cargo handover, so that's between you and your teammates. See how quickly and how well you can hand over the cargo. Um, how fast can you safely go without um, popping your clogs? Um, <laughs> It would be a good idea to fly the route, um, take a good look and see what's involved, see what hazards are there and, and sort of plan how you're going to get around. Um, you've got to practice sticking together, you've got to practice driving together and meeting up, you know, flying one of your relay teams in in front of, of your teammate and getting out in your SRV ready to do the handover as quickly as you can. Um, we've got switching and SRVs as fast as you can by recalling your ship. So, you know, how quickly can you get yourself into a decent place where your ship's going to land close to you, recall it, get in there, swap your SRV for your spare one and get out. Um, and main importance, you've got to help everyone find your routes um, to avoid the big hazards. You've got some nasty mountains there, as we've already alluded to. Um, they're about 350, 370 kilometres in the race, so do scout the route. If you want to seriously give this a go and, and lift that cup, you've got to do your homework. It doesn't mean it, it looks like an epic endeavour, and if you've been waiting for an opportunity to get involved in something along the lines of something as epically stupid as the Hutton Orbital Mug Run with the Scrap, this is your opportunity to come along and get involved in as we undertake. Well, I think it'd be unfair to suggest that you know this is anything unique because we've had the Buckyball Run and their races going for some time now, and they're blooming very good at it as well. And it's just our little fray of trying to do a lap race over a significantly large area to kind of mimic the Le Mans 24 hour kind of runs, you know, it's our version of that and very, very trucker-esque with the reloading and sort of uh, re-kitting out of people's ships wouldn't it be epic though if you could have someone drop an empty SRV <laughs> so that you could jump into oh, it to no, carry it on <laughs> uh, that would be fantastic I just, I just see this turning into one of the most bizarre but funny as hell episodes of uh, oh. Wacky Races <laughs> it is. It's going to be. It's going to be. I think Wacky Races is a brilliant choice for that. It's going to be chaos in some places. We're going to have some people that are just out there for the for the crack, and some people that are out there to win the trophy. Um, but we're going to have a massive amount of fun 
do get OBS to record it because you're going to laugh your socks off when you see yourself disappearing off a ravine um, and smashing down the bottom of, of the hole like the Wiley Coyote. There's going to be lots of fun coming out of this. And don't forget, we've got prizes. We've got gaming keyboards. We've got, um, sorry, gaming keyboard and mouse. We've got mugs. We've got paint packs. We've got stickers. There's all sorts of goodies to be won. So, you know, not only you're going to get prizes, but you're going to have such a great time. Yeah, absolutely. And then one of the key things to say about that as well is video your own stream. Now, you don't have to stream it live, record it locally so that you can share with us the most amazing moments in your runs because there's going to be hilarity. There's going to be mistakes. We're going to have, you know, ready, steady, go and Flossie will be in reverse and she'll shoot backwards and we'll all go in a different direction. And to catch these little snippets on video would be awesome and we definitely will. And I can say that because, you know, it's not a problem. I can put up a prize if no one else wants to but I would like to see prizes for some of the big you know videos going out there for people who've taken part and have caught those moments and want to share because I think having that video catalogue is just going to add to the event itself and then of course when we run the next one maybe the Xboxes will be able to join us and uh with the Xbox's new policy and, and actually cross-platform play, they might be able to actually join us, join us as well, which is just going oh, to be spectacular. That will be fantastic. And me and Spike and Targa have been talking about that at length yesterday, and, and that would be amazing if we can get the team together. We can get Team Hotbox to join in, and, um, yeah, we can all have a, a fantastic time together in the same universe, which is really what we want to do. It's going to be that's what we want, and then, and it is bringing these communities together because I know the Xboxers really haven't had much love because it does seem to be that the PC mob we just we know we don't look elsewhere. We just kind of focus on what we're doing because we're so used to being able to do these things and being the slight difference with, of course, us being able to land on planets and them not, so they can't join us and play alongside us. And then, of course, the physical divide in the player instancing as well that they can't see them is such a shame. So, yeah, fingers crossed that these barriers to including them disappears. And then, obviously, moving forward, do we get a PS4 version? Do we get a Wii U version? Or is that just never going to happen? <laughs> I think that won't. There is a PS4 <laughs> version that they have confirmed. The PS4 version, they, it is something they're planning to do. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, but also, do you not remember that they were, and this is not being critical or anything at all, but one of the things that we were talking about earlier on with slave trading and stuff was, do you remember that originally in the DDF, if you were part of it, and, and in these developing talks, we were meant to be able to liberate slaves. Yeah, we were. That was, but there was, there's lots of things that I, that was said in the DDF. That I mean, then some stuff has come in much later than the original concept came yeah. in. So some of it, but I think there's some stuff they've gone. Actually, we can't do it; doesn't fit in. But there is, there's still a number of things that I would like to see come in from the DDF that, that may well come in at, at some point when when they get to their ever-growing list that we all keep wanting more things added onto it that yeah. they will eventually get to. Because the way that yeah. they, sorry, the way that they do the liberation at the moment is it's uh, basically trading to a particular station under a community goal where the traded slaves will then be released. Honest, Gov. And, you know, you, you then see that wonderful community goal leader who's sitting there with a, a whole throne out of people. <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit disconnected at the moment. Um, I'm kind of hoping that it gets a bit more visceral as the years go on. I mean, Frontier said they've got this 10-year plan, and obviously we're looking at, we've, we've got the landing on the planets now, and at some point they'll be landing on atmospheric planets, and they'll be walking around the ships. You know, we're going to have ship launching from ship this year. So I'm hoping that, that as that kind of additional 
expansion comes in that we're going to get more of a connection with this sort of thing so we will end up seeing the freight the, the slaves be freed and and possibly then forming npc relationships with some of those s- freed slaves that would be fantastic what kind of relationships are you wanting to form with slaves <laughs> well it all depends on what kind of slaves you've got really <laughs> you know, cargo full of pleasure the, slaves like, like the f- well that's it's the key, isn't it? But you know, if we can, you know, you, you can get more than imperial slaves, and um, you know that that's going to be more of a, a professional relationship. You know, going on imperial slave. <laughs> I'm just digging here, aren't I? Just digging. But I was thinking, you know, if you have, you know, just normal slaves, not not imperial slaves, then there can be a certain amount of gratitude, and you can you could get sort of special. Um, oh, I'm, I'm going to stop slaves. you there. Know, not, 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 not helping yeah, himself. Quick, take me off air now. We we have a correction. That's <laughs> Come in from Texas Stew, who had managed to deliver fifteen thousand. Sorry, not fifteen thousand. One thousand five hundred tons, not twelve thousand. So we take back that shout out, Stew. We don't care about oh, you anymore. That's just shocking. That's rubbish. <laughs> rubbish. <laughs> Oh, dearie me. So, yes, join us this weekend for that. And, of course, if you're not particularly geared up and you don't fancy coming into play, because it's not everyone's cup of tea to get involved in these kind of races and things as well, what should they be doing? Um, Russell, what should they be doing? I can take it. Um, so if they, if they want to do stuff to support our faction, the, the main things we want to do at the moment is we want to su- go into George's pants and look for missions to run for either the Hutton Truckers or the George Pantazes Democrats. So that's the thing. We're fine for our influence in Alpha Centauri and Wise. We can, we can, they're ticking over absolutely lovely. We're keeping an eye on Altair because we think that there is still think there is an active player group in there their influence has been raising steadily over the last week and they've pushed into expansion so we think there is an active player group and if there is we will leave them alone but we're we're keeping an eye on the system the spy team are checking on it every day just to see what's going on but for the truckers if, they, if they're not don't want to participate in or haven't got horizons yet so can't do the planet side stuff if they're looking for, st- for some stuff to do then absolutely they're more than welcome to come and pick up some missions and and run them in george's pants because it, it needs cleaning up, basically, because Gal Midden was there, and it's, it's a bit messy yeah, now. It's just oh, nasty. Yeah. He's got that kind of, you know, that, that effect on the system. In fact, when he leaves TeamSpeak, it kind of smells better. <laughs> 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 so, yes, we've got wacky races and missions for George's pants. Your choices if you want to support the truckers this weekend. Um, and, you know, we'll see you out there. And this is one of the things we want you guys to do is if you're out in the system and you see other player commanders, say hello before you run. And if they say, give me your cargo, run. And um, <coughs> have fun and wing up. It's one of those things we want to encourage is that playing with other players. If you're a new player and you happen to catch, you know, that we're in there playing or doing some trading, then just send us a message or join us in the Lave Radio TeamSpeak at teams, laveradio.teamspeak3.com and have a chat. And if you're fancying getting involved, just ask what people are up to and then ask if you can join in. We like to wing up with new people, help you get, you know, the grip of the game, and then at some point you can then play that forward and the next person that comes along, you take them out and give them a hand and so on and so forth until we take over the entire world and that everybody is a trucker. Yep, share the love. And if you if you're a, a group and you've got a community goal that you want us to join in, you've got some trucking that you want us to do, give us a shout. Um, as you were talking about earlier, Ken, we want want to be that that group. And uh, you know we've done some great stuff for Canon. We've done some nice stuff for Lay Radio. Um, we've we've helped out the Diamond Frogs, I believe. 
so we, you know we're really sort of trying to as that you go to if you need stuff moved come and see us we will talk about uh, mugs and iron brew and yorkies but you know we will get stuff done as well yeah and well obviously if you're doing a community event you want to shout out on the radio or you want to come on and tell us about what's coming on then again drop a drop an email to faction team at huttonorbital.com and we will get back to you and try and hook you up and take the appropriate action that we could possibly do and we'll try and find a slant on it as well for the truckers to get involved so that it all makes sense or that it all makes no sense because that's generally what it is and we should really give a big shout out to Ali Jacks because he's generally listening to us live in his office with his workmates hello 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 I've not had a message from him this week, so I think either we suitably embarrassed him or we played something last week that caused him to go, I'm never going to ask for another shout-out again. He was online about 20 minutes ago. I I had a message from him, so he's probably listening. All right. Well, yeah, good luck to you, Commander. Thank you for your work. And, uh, yeah, I think we'll finish up there then. I'm trying to think if there's anything coming up. We've got Elite Meet on the 2nd of April. If you're looking for tickets for that to come to the Redhurst Hotel in Glasgow, then please do visit EliteMeet.info. That's the web address. And you can pick up tickets for the event. Accommodation at the venue is full, but there is a Premier Travel Lodge, or is that a Premier Travel Inn nearby? But certainly within a sort of uh, two, three minute taxi drive it's really really quite close and we've got all that linked on the website as well as an other accommodation and if you are from Glasgow the gutters are quite nice around that area anyway so if you're planning on sleeping in the gutters yeah you should do quite well (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm hopefully make it to the bedroom Um, and also, don't forget, if you're looking to put in a team for our, our SRV race, um, we, we haven't actually got the dates yet, but do contact one of us, particularly Van, uh, Commander Van Heer and David Pearson, um, and let him know if you want to put a team together. That will help us get, get some uh, lists together. I don't know if we've got a, an email address for that particular project, so uh, I would imagine... Nothing in particular, yeah. but the, the I took part at huffnorbital.com would probably be a good one if you just yes. put... Um, you know, SRV race in there, then we'll we'll get round to it. Submit your teams, let us know if you're capable of Twitch streaming as well, and if you want to Twitch stream it. So your team, your team names, who's in there, and if you want to give your team an overall name for the collective, that would be even better. If you're representing a player faction or a minor game faction, then let us know. We'll, you know, we'll add you to the list and we'll give you that shout for glory and arrange for the amazing trophy to be sent to your team leader. And then, of course, obviously what you need to do is you'll need to pass that trophy around your team. So if you do have a team of, say, 14 people, then you're mental and lazy because surely you could manage more than one hour each. And if you've got a team of 50, well, you know what? You ain't getting a medal each either. That's just taking the pee. That is that is just taking the pee. Um, so we obviously we want to keep these things fun, but common sense will prevail and all decisions will be made by someone who's got a brain and will tell you no. <laughs> So, uh, are we drafting a new crew then? <laughs> yes, we <we're laughs> going to say, who's well, no, we're just gonna common, wait. common sense and intelligence, that's just not like us at all. We'll just have to talk to our wives and see what they think, you know, they keep good, us right. Good call. <laughs> I'm not sure I can face that look again. <laughs> You're doing what? For how long? Right. <laughs> and is that going to make a significant difference in your game? No. Why? <laughs> no, I, can never, I can't answer why. Just, just when? 
when I'll tell you when don't ask me why so yeah the trophy's going to be awesome and we want to have some medals so that you can actually have medal for each team member but obviously that does depend on you taking the absolute rip by having a team of 70 odd people that ain't going to work that ain't going to wash but we really want it to be something that the trophy will be passed back to the next team that wins it in the next one so that we can have that kind of continuing something special about it and get engraving put on the 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 trophy as well. I think that's what we're looking at, isn't it? I, I tell you what, I will guarantee a, uh, a special sticker for everyone who's in the winning winners team. So even if we can't get a medal to all of you, we can at least get a sticker to all of you. Yeah, well, I mean, it, it does. You know, it's something that's just occurred to me because we were thinking about what to do for LaveCon and that kind of epic journey in the land rune would be ideal, wouldn't oh, it? Oh, that's a great idea, because you could course, do yeah. proper shifts of people just doing an hour at a time and then they don't miss out on the other things. So that we, is very good. So we could do with having truckers to sign up for maybe even uh, a trade run, but having one machine there that people have to then rotate onto for the entirety of I can the do- weekend. I can donate my machine to that. That'll be up there, but I doubt I'll spend much time on it. So that you know, we've got one. Yeah, but just think about that, you know, we start from, you know, 10 o'clock on the Saturday morning and we have that machine constantly in flight or in run for the duration of the entirety weekend. Maybe, maybe we could do an entire circumference of a planet. That's what I was thinking, you know, Frontier told us they reckon it takes about 10 days to get round um, something the size of, I think it was the Earth, wasn't it? Um, so l- let's see if we can uh, get the whole way around um, the Moon, maybe, or at least how far we can get. Yeah, we just need to try and work that one out. That's a much one for the calculus because we need, well, two, day, two days. So we're talking from 10 o'clock on the Saturday morning right through 24 hours to 10 on the Sunday and then to 6 pm. So, yeah, 32 hours with probably. Is that as a good way? So yeah, that could be quite interesting to have shift changes at uh, three or four o'clock in the morning. <laughs> we need an appropriately sized moon called Le Mans, don't we? <laughs> yes, there you go. There's, <laughs> there's, 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 this guy's. Uh, uh, that was an example of how these ideas happen. They just Ke- happen, and none of us. Thought. Yeah, none of us have ever had that opportunity to say, "I'm just going to shut my mouth right now." Nope, the idea's always out, and always somebody else goes, "Wow, that's a great idea," and then nobody ever says, "No, that's stupid." <laughs> and then we Only end up after doing the it. Event. Yeah, after them, but yeah, that could be fun for LaveCon. So if you're going to LaveCon, look out for that. And then, of course, the next convention after that that we're aware of from the elite community would be Fantasticon, but we've got no details on that one as yet. But you can guarantee when we know. We'll let you guys know. Commander Dan, get in contact. Well, yes, I mean, I think I think it's still in the, in the planning stages at the moment. Um, LaveCon's obviously booked and ready to go, and Fantasticon, I think, is going to be November again. I believe there's a date, but we haven't got any information on the venue or whether or not they would want truckers represented, because it is more of a publishing thing. But maybe, you know, we don't know what the changes are, so we'll have to wait and see. But for now... We shall call it there. Thank you very much to everyone who tuned in. Thank you, Russell and Andrew, for joining me and keeping me right with what we need to be doing in-game. And I'll certainly be on this weekend. I'll take a break from the belly button sex and um, see if I can... <laughs> I know it doesn't sound right. Ever. That's just the wrong image. That's That's just, I just didn't need that. I'm going to have to find that bottle. Definitely doing it, you're definitely doing it the wrong way. <laughs> Uh, I've heard that before as well. Uh, we Don't will. Be expanding on that. 
<laughs> we will join you next week again from half past eight. Maybe Vante Arn will be back with us at the current moment. He's stuck in a hotel surrounded by really attractive women in their hundreds and he's sitting tuned in listening to us. Uh, what's wrong with you, Dave? <laughs> what's wrong with you? He's been very quiet in the in in our chat room, so he's obviously very very busy with them. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> we will catch you next week from half past eight BMT. We'll catch you there, and if we see you over the weekend, send us a hello, and we'll try and see if we can involve you in whatever we're up to. Because God knows what I'm doing. I usually play in the, the Saturday afternoons and Sunday afternoons where I get a big run of time at them. So I'm planning this weekend to get back into my Cobra and find something fun to do. So catch you in game and if not tune in next weekend we may have some changes with the radio anime as well we may have some changes to the radio station but we'll keep you involved at the moment there is a large legal suit going on in the world between uh, radio anime and sony we have no idea what is going to happen i know radio sidewinder have moved themselves to a new station i think we'll stick it out for a bit because as far as we could see it's not clear what's going to happen, but we'll try and keep you informed as things go on. But we're not, you know, we're not foreseeing us not being able to broadcast next week, and at the very least, we can jump onto Live Radio and steal their server. I know that because I've got the software, and so we will definitely be here in some form next week. Until then, take care and uh, catch you in the rift. In the rift, yeah, well, void. Au revoir. Yeah, in the game. <laughs>